Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the My Sisters Glow podcast. Y'all, I have to interrupt our Faith into Action series because God gave me something else that I believe has been totally beneficial. So this week's episode is called Single Mom to Wife Life. This is where I share my testimony of, um, and well, just a piece of my testimony from journeying from a single mother to becoming a wife. So I actually made a whole video that is on YouTube. So if you go to your show notes and check in the um, the links or whatever, the link for the YouTube channel will be there. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, share it so that way your friends can subscribe and all of that. I want to say thank you to all of my listeners. We have some listenership in Saudi Arabia. Um, I've seen some in Russia. I've seen some in Ghana. I've seen some in Australia, South Africa, um, Canada, um, the United States, of course. And I just wanted to say thank you for whoever is listening. Um, I see you. I appreciate you so much. So if you guys can just follow me over to YouTube, I'm expanding onto that platform. Um, Most of what is here on the podcast is going to be on YouTube as well, but there is going to be some extras. So uh, make sure you tune in, guys. Here's here's the audio for that. And again, the video is located on YouTube. Enjoy. testimony i've been talking about this for a while y'all i am getting married um this month and so in that time god has really had me in a lot of reflection so in that reflection i wanted to um i wanted to share some of my journey from being a single mom to becoming a wife so if you don't know me, um, my name is Elisha Mason, soon to be Davis, and um, a couple of things you should know about me, sis, or bro, depending on who's listening, um, I am one of God's favorite, like, I know everybody says that, but like, literally, he loves me so, so much, his favorite is all over my life, like, we're besties. Um, I am a therapist by trade in Sussex County, Delaware. I am a podcaster. Shout out to my sisters, Glow. I am a mother to two girls. I am a fiance to my future husband, Vernon. And I am a friend to all my good girlfriends. And I forgot to put on here that I'm also a sister and a daughter to my parents and my siblings. So just want to give you a round about, you know, who I am in case you don't know me. So just a backstory that you guys should know. Um, the timeline is about from 2009 to present. Uh, as far as when I became a mom, I became a mom in 2011. I had just turned 21 years old and I got pregnant with my second daughter at 26. Um, I gave birth to her just before my 27th birthday. Um, I had 
a not healthy relationship with my children's father for about nine years. Um, and I want to preface that the point of me sharing my story and my testimony is not to by any means bring any um, ill will to his name or the relationship that we once shared. It produced two beautiful children. Um, and I want that to be a very important takeaway because I feel like a lot of women um, get on a platform and they share their story and it's often misconstrued or maybe sometimes it's supposed to be that way I don't know but it's often misconstrued that like the dad is the villain or the ex is the villain but that that ain't this ain't that y'all uh, professionally um, I went back to school after my first daughter was born and I got my associate's degree in 2015 um, I went on to pursue my bachelor's degree in um, behavioral science and I graduated in 2017. Um, fun fact, <laughs> uh, I graduated uh, almost a month after I gave birth to my second daughter. So I was in the hospital, like finishing exam papers and all that stuff, y'all, it was crazy. And I just recently graduated this May with my master's in mental health counseling. Um, I'm the owner of the My Sister's Go my sister's glow podcast and i also do wife life coaching i did my first cohort back in uh, all september of last year um and it's been a whole because i was finishing a degree so i'm excited to in the future pick that back up um personally i want you guys to already mentioned that i had the unhealthy relationship with my children's father um this is key info for just to kind of bring the story together um and from that breakup onto this current relationship, I healed from that relationship and I started dating my fiance. So this is just some background information for you guys to understand where I'm going with this. So part of what my healing journey looked like is just doing the work. Um, I'm not going to, you know, go into too much detail um everybody's doing the work is means something different one of my favorite scriptures is faith without works is dead and i like that because i feel like sometimes especially in the christian community we always say like we have faith in god we believe god is going to do it and he is right he's more than capable of doing it but um i do, am a strong believer in that god is also waiting for you to do something it's like you know to me, if I'm capable of tying my shoes, why do I need to pray to God and ask him to uh, use the Holy Spirit to tie my shoes? Like, I'm capable of doing that. So part of what my healing journey, I like officially started my healing journey in 2018, or I guess you could say late 2017, early 2018. And I say present because although I'm not healing from this particular situation, I am always growing, always healing, always evolving. So for me, what my healing journey looked like was God, therapy, and community. Um, my community was my friends, my family, uh, my church family. And um, I also connected with, I followed different pages on um, social media that kind of kept me, um, that really kept me going. So that's important to know as well. So y'all, I wanted to share y'all this prayer. I have this folder in my phone called Letters to God. So I have always been like really 
good at writing, at least writing out like my emotions and my feelings. If you know me personally, like I am full of emotion and feelings. So I can't always put them into words, but what I am particularly decent at is putting them, um, I can't always verbalize it, but I can put them into words. So I wrote this prayer November 14, 2017. Um, the takeaway from this prayer, you can pause the video and stop and read this if you want to. But I, at this point, like I was just in a place of surrender to God. Um, some of the key things you should know is that, you know, some of the things I said to God is that without him, I was nothing. And if, if he led me, that I would follow him. Again, the date is very important here, November 14, 2017. Um, and I also started talking about my kid's father in this prayer as well, um, how I just appreciate the friendship we had developed to be able to co-parent at this point. Um, this is the same prayer, it's continued. Um, I, at the first line, I had surrendered my relationship with my children's father, and I was honest with God. I think one of the things that we sometimes forget to do is be like, painfully honest with God like he knows anyway but I feel like sometimes we try to go to God already put together already figured it out and it's like no like that he wants us to come to him broken so he can help us um so I was honest that you know at this time um me and my children's father were not together and things were not looking good for us again we had had an unhealthy relationship um where he and i were both toxic for each other and so at this point i was telling god like how much i loved him and that i really couldn't like you know see me with anybody else at this time um and it was scary to me um but one of the things i feel like that was key in his prayer was just saying that i told god that i trusted him and i trusted the process and i asked him to help me during this time and then i also said that um I asked God to help me love my children's father as a friend until he see fit for otherwise, if it was in his will. So this was key because at this point, I am giving up my will for God's will at this, this point in the prayer, right? I'm letting God know, like, boom, 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 this is where I stand. However, if you feel like that ain't it, that ain't a script that you want in my life, help me to, you know, accept where I am and where we're going. So this, again, pause it, read the whole prayer if you want to. Um, but this was a true prayer that I wrote back in 2017. So some of the truth that I want you guys to understand about like my single season, like it really did get hard at times. I had a girlfriend who used to like come over here and stay with me because I would literally cry because I missed the comfort of my kid's dad being physically here um, at my home. And I was, I was lonely. And, and that was really, I want to be very honest because I feel like we always promote women to wait and embrace their singleness season, which is great, but we got to be honest about what we endured during that time. And one of the things that I endured during that time was like, I did feel really lonely. Um, and I had to be honest that like, I would literally cry, like how much I missed him during that time. And it was hard. And like, can we be honest, like physically, like I wanted to be physical, you know? And so um, to choose to abstain during that time was difficult, but definitely well worth it. Um, but on the upside, my single season was fun. I learned so much about myself during this time I auditioned for a play and I got the role in the play and I was able to meet wonderful castmates and also travel with this play. I got closer to God. I was able to learn so much about God. God gave me so much creatively during this time, y'all, that I see now, like he gave it to me then for now. And it was so 
so great to see. Um, he actually gave me the podcast during this time. This was back in 2018. Um, and I didn't launch until 2020. So just to give you a timeline, um, I depended on my friends and family. Um, so they made it a lot easier. Again, I had girlfriends that would come over here with me. I would go on dates with fam family members and friends and myself. And also I was really open to what this season was going to teach me. I feel like that is key. If you're in your single season right now and you're like, oh my God, I despise this season. I hate the season. It is annoying. I want it to be over. It's going to be just that. You're going to be miserable. So be open to things. You know, when I say open, I mean like also be open to dating. Um, you can be single, right? and in waiting and you can still openly date if that's what God has for you. And when I say date, I don't mean sleep with somebody. I don't mean get into a full-blown relationship. I mean, develop friendships and see if there's a possibility there of like, okay, are there interests here? What do I like? What do I dislike? This was such a great time for me to learn about me um, at this section of my life. So fast forward, um, oh, 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 I forgot to mention something, guys. Um, one of the other key prayers that I prayed um, was what I like to call a soul tie prayer. I prayed this soul tie prayer back in August of 2018. God had shown me some things in the dream concerning my ex, who at this time, y'all, I had accepted that we weren't like going to be together. Like I already knew like so much stuff had transpired. I just like, okay, God, like you're trying to get me to back up and I'm being hard headed. So when I had this dream in 2018, this was after I had already started doing my work in August of 2018. I was so frustrated. I'm like, God, like I'm done. Like, why am I keep dreaming about this stuff? Now call my mom. Um, mind you, I'm in Vegas with my girlfriends. Like supposed to be having the time of my life. Here I am crying on the last morning there and I called my mom and told her about the dream she told me she said you know you need to um pray and ask God to remove and sever the soul tie that you have with your ex because a soul tie is like the roots on a tree you could cut down a tree but if you don't take out the roots out the ground it can continue it could grow, eventually grow back right so um one of the key prayers that I prayed during this time is I got in the shower and I was real about my feelings this was a month after I started my healing journey, and I thought I was supposed to not feel anything emotionally for this man. Um, I prayed, and I was very honest with God about, I don't want to love him this way. I don't want to have romantic feelings. I asked God to remove and sever the soul tie, and I also asked him to uproot anything in my heart that was attached to him in a way that I wanted us to be romantically connected. So obviously we have children together. And then I prayed that God would help me to love him as a brother in Christ, because what also happens is that people break up and they become bitter. They despise or hate their ex. And I had already been down that road. I really didn't want to go back. So um, it's important to know that that prayer was prayed um, late August of 2018. Um, and then the finishing part of my prayer was that for God to purify and clean my heart but to also open my heart for the love that he had for me. And I had no idea what that was going to look like, but I met like friendships. I met working relationships. I met literally his love for me as his daughter and whatever else he had in store for me. Um, coincidentally, or maybe not, um, two hours later, Vernon inboxed me on Facebook. Like literally that's the story y'all like that's how we got together is he messaged me on Facebook he commented on a picture I had posted in my story 
And when I came back home from Vegas, we just never stopped talking. So um, Vern and I got together after that. We dated and our relationship really accelerated fast. Like we fell in love fast. Um, and I, everybody just enjoyed him. My friends, my family, my children. Like it was just a really, really great relationship. Well, COVID hit early 2020 and that put both of us in a really not so great space. I won't disclose what was going on with him because that is his business, but he was in a rough space. I was in a rough space. And um, we had just kind of decided to give the relationship some space. So we were living together um, before all this happened. And we ended up um, moving out. You know, he moved out and, you know, we we didn't live together. We had, we had broken up and it was really, really weird. And I remember like, feeling like, you know what, I'm not about to do this with another man. I've already been through this. God, if he ain't the one straight up, you're going to have to show me. So um, Thursday, May 21st, I was on the phone with, I was on FaceTime with my friend Yolanda and um, I was telling her how I was feeling. And she was like, you know what, I have been going on and on about it. And she was like, sis, in so many words, I'm tired of it. Like, let's just pray. Let's figure it out. And so I, um, we, her and I prayed together that night and we specifically asked God to show me in a dream. I'm a dreamer, y'all. I have so many dreams all the time. And I asked God to show me in this dream if he was my husband. Um, and he woke me up about 2.30 a.m. And I recorded this dream that is over here. Um, that was, that's what's in the screenshots. Um, and so he showed me, basically, the essence of this dream was that he showed me that Vern was my husband and that um, we were having a child together. And like, y'all, I woke up like, I ain't even feeling him right now, though, Jesus. Like, I love him, but I'm not feeling him. Like, I just, we were not in a good place, y'all. But I wrote down the dream um, as instructed because I was like, all right, man, like, I don't see it, but whatever. Um, something I didn't share on the screenshots is that um, from May up until about this time last year, I kept having dreams about getting engaged. Um, we got back together officially, I think like early July-ish, something like that. And um, we, you know, started kind of putting back the pieces of our relationship. We started dating again and it was all cool. On my birthday come around in August, I got engaged. Boom, boom, boom. It all worked out. Um, but I really, really loved this part of the testimony because even though, again, I had fallen in love with a man, I still was surrendering my will. And y'all, I was shook. Okay. Like I was scared. I was like, oh my God, because the last time I prayed this, he showed me that that person wasn't my husband. And now I love somebody else. Like, what if he's not my husband? What if I'm wrong again? Like fear was talking loud in my ear, but I continue to surrender and put things in front of God. So what's the point of all this? Like, all right, girl, we hear you about to get married. You all in your feelings. Okay. My point is, especially to my ladies, is to surrender your will to God. As women, sometimes as a culture, I think that we have become so trained to be a victim, to be woe is me, that we tend to sit there. And like I mentioned earlier, I was in a really unhealthy relationship. I had every right if I wanted to, to stay and sit in that place um, and probably could have been justified, right? With all the things that had occurred in a relationship. But no, I had stuff to do. After you surrender your will to God, do the work, 
pray if you need to, fast if you need to, turn down your plate, turn off your social media, um, disconnect from friends and family for a while if you need to, to strictly focus on God. Go to therapy. It is nothing wrong with therapy, and you are not going to offend God if you go to therapy. Um, exercise. Um, spend time with the people in your community and hear what they have to say. A lot of times our friends and family want to give us feedback. They want to help us but um, they fear that we're not open to it. So they shut down. And lastly, be open to what God has for you because it will blow your mind. Um, another amazing part that I love about Vernon and I's love story is that I always knew Vern. Vern and I went to the same high school. If y'all are from Delaware, specifically Sussex County, you know it is such a small area. Everybody knows everybody. So I've always, know Vern, always known Vernon. We went to the same high school. I graduated three years before he did. Um, so like, I, I always knew who he was. Like, I just never paid any attention to him. And we were talking a couple of days ago and I said, I thank God that I didn't get a chance to hurt him. I didn't get a chance to, um, you know, I didn't get a chance to to break him down because I did the work, right? You know, our relationship is not perfect, but I did the work. So I wanted to share this because um, a lot of people have been reaching out to me because people know, people that know me, they know what I've been through, but like y'all, I'm truly grateful. My, um, God blows my mind. He blows my freaking mind, like so much. That's why I'm his favorite, y'all. Like he blows my mind with the things that he does for me, the ways that he makes for me, the doors that he opens for me. But I also want to leave you with this is that I am nobody special. Like in a sense that God wouldn't do the same thing for you. Um, if I'm being even more transparent, y'all, it's about eight o'clock now, but I've been up since like five o'clock and I could not go to sleep. And if you know me, I love my sleep. And I, um, I heard God pulling at me like so I got up and I prayed and he I went to go lay back down and he told me to do this and I'm like God I want some more minutes to sleep but nonetheless here we are with this so I pray that my testimony um inspires you to go get your healing it inspires you to um knock on God's heart about what he has to say for you and about you because it's more than what you could ever imagine sis so that's it y'all this is my little I normally just post the podcast episodes but I'm trying to be more active on this YouTube channel so yeah that's it that's all please like and subscribe follow me on social media at e underscore mace that's m-a-s-e add me on Facebook go to the my sister's blog page it's all dope I will put all the links in the description but yeah thanks y'all I hope you have a great day peace